Well, as we mentioned off the top of the show, there's some big news happening down at the Wacker, and that is great news for Christina Matthews, the CEO down there. The big long-awaited upgrades about to take place. A big announcement with the Premier and uh, the Minister for Planning, the Sport and Recreation, Tony Booty, the Federal Assistant Minister for Defence, the Wacker Chair. Christina Matthews, you must be pumped. This is great news for, for the pre- precinct down there at the Wacker. Oh, it, it's fantastic. Um, today, I think some of us thought would never come, but to actually be turning um, soil and, and know that um, there's no turning back now is a great feeling. What's the number one goal of... Uh, what, what's the overriding goal to make the whacker what? Uh, well, uh, there's probably two overriding goals, to be fair. It's to ensure that we've got the facilities that allow us to continue the, to grow the game, um, the high-performance facilities for our players, um, and also to create a genuine community hub with facilities that the general community and our members can enjoy every day. And it's not a great day for going for a swim, but are you going to have a pool? Well, the, uh, the government just made uh, announcements that there, they, there will be a pool at the Wacker Ground, um, and it, it's just details at the moment about how that's um, going to be put together. Oh, so that's great news. Um, I'm hopeful that uh, um, I'll get to that point sooner rather than later. But it was <laughs> yeah, very nice to hear the government um, say that they will be there will be a pool at the Wacker yeah. Ground. Oh, that's fantastic! Uh, will the Lord Mayor and the Perth City Council get an invite to the opening of the pool? <laughs> well, to be honest, the, uh, the the invitations are related to who's supplying the funding. So yes, if they if they uh, put some funding in, they will get invited. Uh, obviously, with change, anything that you're improving, some things have to go. And sadly, it served its wonderful purpose for a long, long time, and that is the Inverarity stand. Um, but it is surplus to requirements, isn't it? To be brutally honest, it takes up a lot of space, and as part of the rejuvenation, it will go. It's been there for a long time. And, and the name Inverarity, so I hope it's not lost somewhere around the Wacker. No, no. Our intention from the start is any... Um, a building that has um, someone's name on it now, that name will be retained. And we're actually, um, to be um, uh, honest, we're, we're about to start those discussions. Um, we've got some um, uh, pictures to go and show the families concerned and ask their permission to move the name. So um, that process um, will be concluded before Christmas. Oh, that's fantastic news. And, uh, yeah, John Inverarity and others, and others, of course, who had a lot to do with the, the, the Wacker over a long period of time. And you're keen yeah. to get footy back there as well. Tell us how that's going to work. That would One would imagine you're either going to make the ground longer, so, or oh, that's what I'm assuming. Um, how does it work in regards to creating a, a waffle-sized ground or an AFL pre-season-style ground big enough to, to get footy back at the Wacker? Yeah, well, that's the first part of the work is lengthening the oval uh, we've worked with um, uh, under waffle guidelines about what the size of the ground needs to be, um, and uh, by by Christmas time you'll see uh, the oval would have been lengthened, which allows us to have genuine conversations with um, the Footy Commission about um, waffle football being played here. Um, the other advantage for um, waffle football here is the quality of our broadcast facilities. Um, so as we've always said, match of the day is something we're interested in doing and assisting them with where uh, they can have top quality broadcast facilities, making it e- easier for the broadcaster. 
Um, and, uh, of course, by the time the ground's finished, um, there will also be um, top-class change rooms for the um, uh, both the cricketers and the footballers. Yes, absolutely brilliant. We're chatting with Christina Matthews from the Wacker after the news today that the upgrade facility will go ahead of part of the $1.5 billion Perth City deal and a lot to do with the redevelopment of the ground to make it a, a better precinct, a more community-based hub as well. You certainly don't want to lose uh, a lot of the history of the of the place as well. Do you have a, a, a hall of fame down at the Wacker? Is there any acknowledgement apart from being in the museum and the like? Is there anything that included in the going forward, Christina, in regards to some of the greats of the game that have been down at the Wacker, whether there's going to be a walk of uh, walk of fame or anything like that? Well, at the, at the moment at the ground, we do have a test players walk, which yep. recognises our male test players, female test players, and even the umpires who, who have officiated in test cricket. Uh, we have a goal in the grace, which is currently um, within a, a, a building. So um, we'll continue all those things and some things will be upgraded into the newer um, parts of the ground. But there's a whole overlay um, in terms of the plaza and what's recognised in the plaza and then what we continue to do in the side of the ground. But at the, to, to be perfectly fair, there's not a, 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 a male Western Australian Australian player um, over history that has not been recognised in yeah. some way in the ground, whether that's in corporate suites, meeting rooms or the naming of stands. So, yeah. um, you know, um, hopefully into the future we'll be able to recognise some of our female players and also um, some recognition of our Aboriginal players. We've got a really strong Aboriginal um, uh, cricket history, um, which we want to um, uh, demonstrate visually with a timeline of, of their history as part of our cultural overlay of the uh, plaza. Yeah, looking forward to seeing that. So they reckon it's going to take about 18 months for the ground improvement project. Looking forward to seeing the end product. But that is great news for the sport and great news for one of our iconic uh, precincts down at the Wacker. Just a couple of other things. Yeah. You would be disappointed no no girls in the in the Australian women's team that was announced the other day? Uh, um, well, disappointed because you always like to have Australian players, not unexpected. Um, uh, we, um, our most recent Australian player um, uh, was uh, Nicole Bolton and T20 mm. um, has not um, uh, been her uh, um, uh, favourite format and yep. she's moved out of the Australian 50 over format as well. Um, she continues to perform well for us and I know she was in consideration. Um, pleasing for us that Beth Mooney, who does play for the Perth Scorchers, is part of um, that team. But um, we, we need, we've been on a journey of creating a bit more depth in our women's program to start producing Australian players over the next three to five years. Looking forward to that one. And what about the news overnight, which has been greeted with uh, much fanfare and Josh Inglis being named in the T20 World Cup squad. That is great news. And, of course, there's other West Australians as well. Good to see Mitch Marsh has bounced back. Ashton Agar gets a spot as well. That is fantastic. But Josh Inglis really has created a lot of um, chatter about um, the Australian team. And he's jumped over a few, which is fantastic. Yeah, look, it's been really um, pleasing for Josh and our coaches who have worked mm. hard. I mean, he, he's made decisions about, um, you know, his T20 game, his long-form game. Um, gone to England. So he's done everything right and he's performed so well um, over a couple of years in the BBL. But his uh, performances um, uh, last year for us in 50 over and shield cricket were outstanding. And, and I know everybody here today is pleased, as we are with 
um, Mitch Marsh's performances um, on mm. the most recent tours. Um, uh, he, he showed a real maturity within that side to stand up and lead in a side that suffered um, due to players um, withdrawing from it. Yeah, very much so. Last one before we let you go, Christina Matthews, and this is a uh... One I know you are connected at the hip with, and that is, of course, our great friend Justin Langer. Been under a bit yeah. of uh, speculation under siege. Cricket Australia came out in support of him yesterday, finally. I think Adam Gilchrist uh, shook that tree down and said, you either support him or don't support him, but seriously, let's get on with it. They have come out in support of him. Are you surprised by the, the chatter? And how have you had any contact with Justin? And, and how is he holding up, if so? Yeah, um, uh, I have chatted to Justin and... Um, uh, the sort of rhetoric that, that he's been forced to go through at the moment is very unfair. Um, it's widely acknowledged that um, there was some work done um, recently and uh, everybody's been happy um, with that work and the, the way the team wants to operate, the way he wants to operate. It's just disappointing that you know there's this constant pointing to disruption within the team. Um, Western Australia and in particular, well, I personally and the WACA, and I know our chair today is quoted in the paper supporting him. We will always support Justin. We know um, that his um, intent is always to bring the best out of people and he will always do his best for Australia. Um, and our job is to support him and uh, we'll continue to do that. No doubt. Good on you. Well spoken. Uh, congratulations. Great news coming from down at the Wacker today. Not exactly an ideal day for uh, to, to launch it. Oh, we, uh, with we, the... we got it in before the rain. So that was good. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Good timing. Always good timing down there, Christina. Thank you for joining us. Okay. Thanks very much.